Anymore. I mean, the definition of healthy seems to engulf such a huge spectrum, and, and there's such confusion over what is good and what is bad. Um, in the world of nutrition, most experts agree that there is no such good thing as good foods or bad foods. Um, my whole philosophy is moderation and consistency over perfection is the key to establishing a healthy relationship with food and reaching your goals. Um, oftentimes I'm, I'm asked, what do I do when I'm on vacation and, and there's nothing there for me to eat? Um, well, it, when you're faced with something like that, moderation is the key. Um, you don't have to eat a boatload of something that you know is not good for you. Uh, a small amount of anything won't hurt you. But again, going back to what I just initially said, um, what is good and what is bad. But it is possible to have some bad habits surrounding what you eat and how you eat. Whether you've grown accustomed to dinner dates with Netflix, you are a midnight snacker, or you simply are not making time for your meals throughout your workday. Fortunately, creating positive habits and in turn an even healthier diet isn't as hard as you think. Um, oftentimes, uh, people people create all of this this hard hard work in making all of these healthy habits and establishing these healthy habits. But what they're missing is these little unhealthy little habits that pop in throughout their day. And the unhealthy habits are the mindless ones that are not identified. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to create some scenarios for you to help you uh, develop some habits to establish um, throughout your schedule, throughout your day, to create uh, a, a really wealthy and very healthy um, schedule to to keep these unintentional habits out. First off, um, number one thing that people complain about um, in, in creating uh, meals is not having time to cook. Um, I surveyed 100 people, and believe it or not, 90% of them stated that they oftentimes find that they run short on making dinner. Um, I, I, I question that, and I often myself, in fact, as I'm sitting here thinking, what am I going to make for dinner tonight, uh, don't have a dinner plan. And um, I've said this before uh, in previous shows, and I've 
even stated it in my book, we live in a society of rush, 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 and yet everything is prepared for us. So what we need to do here is rethink how we think and create a meal prep zone. We need to get in front of the problem. So as I counsel people, and people don't know um, exactly where the shortcoming is when they are uh, trying to figure out what dinner and what to make for dinner, it's too late when it's five o'clock to put dinner on the table. Um, It's too late at noon when you're thinking about what to make for dinner. Um, It's too late that morning to think about what you are going to make for dinner. You have to get in front of the problem. And in front of the problem is grocery shopping. In front of the problem is getting your kitchen meal prep ready. And that is your number one. Um, It's not easy to admit, but how many times have you not decided to cook because your kitchen was a mess? Um, I've done it. I've walked into my kitchen where perhaps the sink is full and, and the meat is frozen and, and mustering it all up. I've decided, you know what? Forget it. I am not going to do this. The unpleasant task of cooking is just just one more thing that I just absolutely cannot handle. So my advice is this. A messy kitchen or an un um, organized kitchen is is just enough for most people to not prepare a meal. Um, get yourself to the grocery store, make those lists, and keep those pantries stocked. Um, I am not asking people to go grocery shopping every week and have the fresh produce and and those fresh meats on on hand. Although that is ideal. But if you learn how to stock those shelves with some consumable things that don't go bad, uh, dry beans, um, pastas, rices, frozen goods, you always will have a meal when meal time is there. Um, with only a few dishes to clear, mind you, the task is not so daunting. And it gets done all in the same night. Um, it's all a mindset, and you don't have to go to the grocery store time and time again. Um, it may seem so obvious, but um, if you're not going to cook at home, then uh, you don't have to make anything, right? Uh, But when you order out, this is where the shortcomings pop in. No matter what and no matter how you scale it up, when you order out, those calories are going to add up, the sodium is going to add up, and the biggest piece of this is going to build the habit of shifting that schedule slightly enough towards that reluctancy to go grocery shopping and uh, meal prep. So that unhealthy habit um, begins by not being prepared and not getting to the grocery store. So number one, stock that pantry. Chances are high. If you have it in the pantry, you are going to be able to have a delicious meal. Okay, so here are some quick fixes that you could have in your pantry. Uh, Dried grains, beans, lentils, canned tomatoes. I always have uh, tomato paste, uh, dried herbs, coconut milk, tuna, salmon, 
and even pastas. Extend your logic, get to the freezer and keep frozen broccoli, frozen asparagus, frozen veggies of all sorts, lean meats. And like I've said before, when you make a dish, make two and throw one in the freezer. All right, next big mistake, unintentional mistake that people make is skipping the vegetables. Um, It might surprise you that only 9% of Americans meet their vegetable requirements every day. Under-consuming these powerful plant foods is a serious disservice to your health. Um, I know you might be listening, thinking, well, you know, vegetables, I know there's vitamins and minerals and all these antioxidants and gut healthy fibers and everything else. But, you know, it is so much more extra work to have to go buy groceries and, and, you know, eat these vegetables. Here is the issue when you don't eat your vegetables. Um, You aren't filling up. You aren't filling up with fiber. And you are going to find yourself being hungrier. Um, You don't always have to go and buy fresh. Like I said earlier, frozen is fine. But be warned, don't buy the frozen mixes that have all of the sauces in there because that is where the sodium um, escalates. And that is where the price also escalates. Before I came in to do the show today, I ran into Walmart and I spent a little time going up and down that frozen aisle. I picked up some frozen vegetables that were just plain old frozen vegetables. There was everything to be found from asparagus to broccoli to Brussels sprouts. I was able to find frozen vegetables that had absolutely nothing in them but the vegetable themselves. Then as I walked down the aisle a little bit more, things got fancier. And it's very tempting to pick up the frozen vegetables that have all the sauces in them and have all the extra bells and whistles in them. Well, the price triples and so do the calories. Now, now I'm not suggesting that you should never have those things, but when you tend to get into those unintentional habits of grabbing those things, the calories go up, the sodium goes up, the price goes up, and so does your weight. So unintentional habits, be very careful, stick with plain vegetables, and of course, fresh is always the best to go. Um, Get into the habit of incorporating these into your life. Um, You know, go through the grocery store aisle. Um, I read an article, actually, that um, grocery stores, if you notice, one thing that they all have in common, when you walk into any grocery store, the very first thing you see when you walk in is the produce. And, And that is there for a reason. Um, grocery stores and marketing um, agents put the produce there first because they are very aware that if the produce is not there very, very first, the consumer will more than not likely purchase it because they were, will get sideswiped by everything else and there will be no room left in their cart to buy all of that beautiful, lovely produce. So they put it there first on purpose um, because the cart will be empty and people will fill their cart. And that is a true story. So fill up on those vegetables, um, get used to those side salads, those stir fries, add 
vegetables to your pasta dishes and start incorporating them into your day. And those of you that have kids, um, don't be afraid to introduce those early because the longer you wait with your kids, the more reluctant they're going to be to um, develop the taste of these vegetables into their palates. All right. Next big unintentional habit that people have that ruins their day, skipping meals. Skipping meals isn't doing much for your productivity. Um, It's going to leave you feeling sluggish, um, moody, hungry, or hangry, as people say, and it is going to slow down your metabolism. Um, This is something that has always intrigued me um, until I actually became a nutritionist. But the the less you eat, you would assume uh, you would would lose weight. But uh, it's like a spinning top. Um, Remember those tops we used to spin when we were kids? We'd pull the rope and it would just spin, spin, spin. Well, what is in motion will remain in motion. And if the top stops spinning and it stays idle, um, that is exactly what happens to your metabolism. So when you don't eat, the top is just spins slowly, 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 and it finally stops. And so your body is literally trying to catch up all day long. So the fix here is schedule your meals like you you would a meeting. Um, Breakfast, snacks, lunches, and and follow up every three to four hours. Um, If you're prone to skipping meals, then set a timer on your calendar or or on your phone or on your watch. I mean, we all have these fancy dancy devices. We use our notifications for everything in the world. Set a notification to remind you to eat. Um, I just on the way here uh, received a text message from somebody who I know listens to listen to the show. So um, I know she's going to giggle when she she hears this. And she said she was actually up uh, two pounds from not eating enough. She said she was very, very busy over the weekend and she skipped a bunch of her meals and she was up a couple pounds. And she was very, very intrigued at the, the whole philosophy of that your weight can go up from not eating. And not only will that happen, but the worst part of it all is you are going to confuse um, thirst for hunger and you are going to overeat. Um, you are going to feel dizzy, you're going to feel tired, um, you're going to feel confused. Many people will suffer from headaches, and now you have really caused um, a huge issue because uh, you are going to grab anything that's in front of you, and you are more than likely going to overeat it. Um, This also uh, includes hydration. Um, It's very, very easy if you're somebody that skips their meals to let hydration fall by the wayside, um, especially when you are busy at work and you're busy with parenting, um, you forget about drinking that water. But water, believe it or not, and that quenching of thirst is something that you will actually um, start to uh crave. And the more you drink it regularly, the more you are going to regularly want it. Um, If you're just joining us right now, you're listening to WHRULP Huntley Community Radio, and I'm talking about unintentional habits that may ruin a healthy day. Um, And one of them is 
skipping out on that hydration. Um, Invest in a water bottle. Um, You probably all have one. I know I have dozens of them, Um, but they are better for the environment and they're a visual cue. And those visual cues sure help us because they encourage us to sip on those the water um, while it's sitting there. If you're if you're bored um, and you, and you see your water bottle, take a sip. Um, I know I use mine and, and I use it as a visual cue to know that I have to finish three of my thirty two ounce bottles by the end of the day. Um, add lemon or other fruits to it to infuse it for flavor, and it will certainly help you hit your hydration goal. Um, And another huge point is um, a lot of times people will confuse um, thirst uh, for hunger. And so instead of grabbing water, they will grab a snack And that is the wrong habit to get into. All right. Another big unintentional habit that people make that might ruin the day is where you eat. Um, Now, I'm not talking about eating out, although that is something I'm going to touch upon. But believe it or not, um, the location of where you choose to eat oftentimes could ruin um, your success rate. Um, Eating in front of a screen, believe it or not, can increase the amount of calories that you take in by 50%. And this is only because of the distraction that takes place. Um, When you're watching television, um, you are consumed by what is on the TV, and you tend to mindlessly shovel the food into your mouth. Um, And if you're not shoveling, then you're you're lightly um, grazing on it, which, which, whichever way you're not paying attention to what you're consuming. Um, and, and more than likely, you're not paying attention to what you're eating. You're not enjoying the taste of the food because you're more focused on what is on the screen than what is, is on your plate. Um, so it, it's very common um, when we scroll on social media. Uh, it doesn't have to be a big TV at home. You might be on a lunch break in your office and you might be scrolling through Facebook or Instagram on your phone or on your computer. The problem here is it's very, very easy to overeat when you're not paying attention. Um, We're distracted while we're eating and it takes our bodies longer um, to register when we're full. Um, Like I said, we don't taste it. We don't flavor it. We're not watching what we're doing and you are going to eat more. Um, I've talked about this book before, um, Mindless Eating, and it's one of my favorite books, and and there is a food lab uh, in Illinois by Champagne, um, by U of I, and this this food study uh, consists of people coming into this restaurant, and one of the things that they've done is they have distracted people, and there's this bottomless bowl of soup that they put out, And the subjects come in and they sit down and they eat and this bottomless soup bowl has a straw underneath the table and it keeps filling up. Um, And what they do is they have this out during a football game. And um, it's it's all set up as part of the scientific study. And the, the bowl slowly fills up um, just enough where the people don't notice this. 
And they conduct the study on two separate nights, one night with the football game on and another night without the football game on. And um, it is astonishing that the people that are distracted do not notice that the soup bowl fills up. And it's crazy to think that you would sit there and eat soup but not realize that it's not emptying down. And if you if you continue to read about the study, um, even at the end, when the patrons are um, debriefed and told about the study, most of them um, are flabbergasted. And even some of them argue the fact that 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 is not the case and that their food bowl was not rigged because they just are in such disbelief that that they were that distracted. All right. So uh, not in front of the TV, and actually uh, the best way to eat is to flavor the food, um, enjoy a nice conversation with a loved one or a friend, and uh, really pay attention to what you're eating. All right, so another big, big mistake that people make. Uh, don't overburn or underburn. Okay, so what do I mean by that? Um, I've talked about this. In fact, I had a whole show on this. The biggest mistake people make is uh, they think that they are burning more calories that they're eating or the opposite. They will assume that they didn't burn enough calories and they will cut their calories short for the day. Um, so we have one person that has worked out a ton, and so they are going to eat a lot more, thinking that they can afford the extra calories. And then we have another person that really doesn't work out a lot and has a very sedentary job. And so they're going to take it upon themselves to not eat uh, enough calories. And there's something about that 1,200 calorie number I've noticed. Um, in fact, I thought about doing a whole show just on the concept of 1,200 calories. People think that 1,200 calories are some magical potion to 1,200 calories, and that is very, very false. Um, so so you've heard of Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Um, well, it's all about being just right. Um, the mantra, eat less and move more, is touted um, as the end-all, be-all for getting health and losing weight. The truth is, it's much more uh, announced. And, and factors like stress, hormones, genetics all play a role. Um, there's dozens of of subconscious reasons for food choices. And we've mentioned yet that being really, really, really hungry um, is one of them. And this is what happens when your body needs fuel. So if you've over-exercised, um, your hunger levels are going to reach some crazy calorie-dense um, levels and you're going to want to overeat. And that's going to cause weight gain. And if you have not moved a lot and you have decided to skip meals, like I said earlier on, this is going to cause your metabolism to slow down. So the fix here is Goldilocks and the three bears. Just right. Being active enough is for your good health. Just right. Move around brisk walks. It should never be the type of exercise that is 
too much, and it should be something that's pleasurable. It shouldn't be a punishment. Um, it should not be a reward. Um, uh, for example, you worked out at the gym for three hours, so now you're going to go have a burrito or a super burrito. So, so you are working out for your health, and and don't do too much and don't do too little. It should be just right. All right. And then one last one that, believe it or not, is uh, really, really, really causing a lot of people to not uh, lose weight and sabotage their their outcome is sleep deprivation. Um, that's something that some people can't control. But skimping on your sleep um, is going to leave you feeling very tired. Um, you're going to have brain fog. And it's going to negatively affect your waistline. Um, a recent study in the Journal of American Heart Association found people, particularly women, that had poor sleep quality um, or lack of sleep ate more, including sugary foods. And again, this was mostly because the sugar uh, was something they felt they needed for energy, which we know is wrong. Um, and the sleep deprivation messed with their hormones, and it caused havoc on their system. Um, it caused them to overdo it the next day, leaving them that much more fatigued the following day. So as you can see here, this creates a loop, and that loop is one that is not a favorable loop. So the fix here is to take your sleep seriously. And that's something that people really don't do. You know, when you think about weight loss or getting healthy, the top things that people think of is get to the gym, go grocery shopping, meal prep. You don't think about taking your sleep seriously. Aim for that seven to eight hours a night. Um, paying attention to your sleep environment is very important. Make sure the temperature is appropriate in your room. Make sure that the light is appropriate in your room. If your partner is a snorer or they have to have the TV on, get some earplugs um, and, and watch what you eat or drink before you go to bed because that will make a big difference. Um, another big one is electronics, time out before bed. Do not bring your phone to bed with you. It is a huge distraction and your brain needs that time out. So mindless behaviors is a grievance to many struggling dieters. But by following the strategies outlined in this show, you can eliminate this fat gaining habit and even transform it into some fat burning habits that will aid and enhance your weight loss progress. So I hope that you heard them well, and I hope you try them all, and I really hope you enjoy the rest of your day. 